0: Today on Sagittarian Matters, blueberry drama, drinking chocolate, sesame milk, and more, in our unsolicited vegan food review extravaganza with Morgan, Don Riddle, and Kaya Wilson. Stay tuned. Sagittarian Matters, Sagittarian Matters What's the. Hello from the Sagittarian Matters social distancing studios in Tahunga, California. Listeners, there's a lot to say, so let's just get to it. I've missed you dearly. I come to you today with stories about where I am right now, and then I have some vegan food reviews unsolicited from Dawn and Morgan, and a little bit of drama from a time when we were all together in portland oregon okay i want to start with where i am which is Tahunga, california this is a wild place i have moved into a wild place there are owls and snakes and lizards and birds and scorpions and spiders and hawks and you know uh, uh, quails and all kinds of things and I understand. I'm a human being and I've moved into their land. So I've tried to be very gentle with the animals here and actually even, you know, maybe a helpful steward, giving them water, giving them bird seed, making hummingbird food, etc. But with the hummingbird food and with my own dog eating on the ground, somebody has come into my life and that somebody is ants. Um, I don't know how to say this without getting myself on a bad vegan website, a website for vegans that behave poorly, but ants are no longer welcome in my home. I respect every animal. I know they're all serving a purpose. And especially when I see just one or two at a time, I tip my hat to them. When they bring 300 of their friends and they turn my house into a scene from the movie Hereditary, that's a different story. I have been battling these ants for a couple of months. I've tried a lot of friendly means of getting them off of things. Um, I've even let them like finish. Here, you guys, just finish that dog food. I'm going to go to bed. Hopefully, you'll have finished it before I wake up in the morning. Really just trying to like go with the flow of nature. Look at me. Um, Recently, this morning, in fact, I was dealing with the ants. They were crawling all over my legs. One of them did bite me, and I flashed to a visage which I want to share with you, which the feeling I had in that exact moment was that of the final scene of a horror movie where the final girl, the person who's seen all the carnage that the killer has wrought upon the community, lures the killer into a house or a space where unbeknownst to the killer, say Jason, Freddy, whoever, the final girl has put gasoline all over the floor. Everything's covered in gasoline. And then the killer gets in there, and then the girl makes eye contact with the killer and says, I'll see you in hell, you son of a bitch, and lights a match. And then they both die as the house blows up, but she knows it's for the good of the community because it means that that's the only way the killer was going to go down. That's how I felt today about the ants. This is not a cry for help. I'm not going to blow myself up. Um, But I did have that feeling of like, Let's do this, you know, like final, final nightmare on Elm Street. Like I got the gray streak in my hair. I will do what I have to do to get rid of these ants. Um, And that's all I want to say about them. If you want them, you can have them. Bring a bowl of soy curls over to my house and you can have upwards of 1,200 ants to take home with you um, if you would like to take them to an ant rescue. I support you and I would help facilitate that. Okay. Okay. In other news, I wanted to tell you just something I have to look forward to here in my house in Tehanga, California. Um, I walk with a lot of old timers who have lived here for a long time. When I first moved here, my landlord, different prospective landlord said, oh, it's a beautiful place, but it does get windy. And I thought, why were they telling me it gets windy? Of course it gets windy. My, my landlord said, I'm afraid of the wind. And I was like, what's wrong with him? He's afraid of wind. Okay, let's get real. I was talking to a neighbor who's lived here for 40 years. Here's where they're afraid of the wind. A couple years ago, the wind got to be 140 miles an hour. That's a tornado. The wind ripped the roof off my neighbor's house, and my other neighbor who's lived here for 40 years blew out his front windows. So that's the kind of wind they're talking about, and I just can't wait to figure out how it will be affecting me My home, my dog, my plants, my many bird feeders. What could possibly happen? There are some other troubling things that my neighbors told me, but they all involve animals dying. And so I'm not going to tell you, but I want you to just imagine like predation in nature and the circle of life happening all in front of somebody. And uh, if you want to know, I'll tell you, but the circle of life is pretty brutal. Okay, highlights, some good things. Relative fiction. My podcast with Oregon Public Broadcasting won an Edward R. Murrow Award. That's pretty exciting. So that's it. We won the national Edward R. Murrow Award. We were up against like WNYC, WBUR, like everybody. Um, I'm pretty proud of us because it was hard to make a podcast about the most gnarly parts of my family life during COVID and during fires and during everything. Um, The other thing I wanted to tell you – Let's see. Let's see. Um, Oh, I'm taking Lion's Mane. After COVID, after having COVID, it really affected my brain. It really affected my heart. Um, My heart feels weird when I drink coffee now. And my brain felt the same as it felt after I had a major concussion when I was a teenager in a car accident. Um, My memory was really shot. And so for the past two months... I have been religiously taking lion's mane and i just tell you this in case you're having something similar or something similar happens to you or a friend i'm gonna take lion's mane every day for at least three or four months because i think that is how you get restored i'm also playing tetris i'm doing different like puzzle kind of things alongside um lion's mane and also really high levels of turmeric Um, and anti-inflammatory stuff to try and right the wrongs that COVID wrought upon my body. So that's what I wanted to tell you. Dawn Riddle is a multidisciplinary artist from Portland, Oregon, and she just had a birthday. She's a brilliant painter, weaver, photographer, musician, playwright, videographer, cafe owner, and unsolicited vegan food review correspondent. Morgan is a frequent contributor to Sagittarian Matters. She's the former purveyor of Dovetail Bakery, and she loves dry, crunchy foods more than any earthling could understand. Kaya Wilson is a musician and a positive reinforcement dog trainer. She's played guitar in the band Team Dresch since 1993 and has been working professionally with dogs since 2012. You can find Kaya on Instagram at dogspeedtraining or the World Wide Web at dogspeed.dog. You can find Dawn Riddle on Instagram at riddle. You can also find her cafe endeavors and her artist residency there. The other voice you're going to hear today is very special guest, former roommate to the show, Torrance. Now, please enjoy this collection of vegan food reviews with Don Riddle, Kaya Wilson, Morgan, Torrance, and myself. One,
1: two, three.
2: Wow, here we are at the farmer's market with a solicited vegan food review and it's me and Nicole together in person. Together at last. Okay,
0: this is from Buddha Chocolate. It's an iced vegan drinking chocolate. Mmm! (laughs) It is, I did not backwash. Great. It is outrageous. There's a ladybug here. Oh! My word. What a treat. What a treat. Okay. It's quite dark and sweet and strong. It's really good. It's like if you had strong coffee, like if you were
2: just drinking espresso, mm-hmm. this is the chocolate equivalent. Yes. Do you need more? No, I think I'm okay, okay. because I had a big breakfast mm. of Padron peppers. My fa- I think I've decided that that's my favorite food on earth. Padron peppers? Yeah. I got to
0: tell you that I think fermenter. that's where I just had those last night. A fermenter, they were like seared or yeah. blackened. Oh, yeah, with a yummy fondue dipping sauce. Oh, I've never gone farther than salt. I think that you would love to take a dance with these. I'm, I would. Um, anything else to say about this Buddha chocolate? Um, yes,
2: in general, drinking chocolate has always been uh too much for me. It's like what it's just it. The serving size is never going to be small enough. But then once you put ice cubes in it, really flips the script. I've never had an iced one, and I want to say this is the way to do it. Yeah.
0: It doesn't feel like a chocolate milk.
2: It feels no. stronger.
0: It feels like an adult chocolate milk. There you go. And it also feels a little bit like I got a mocha, which, I mean, I don't know when the last time I I could honestly go up to a barista and say I'd like an iced mocha mm-hmm. was. Yeah. It just takes a little dignity away from you or it robs you of something. There's something that feels bad about it. Like I would have to have someone else order it for me and give them the $7 it would cost to get yes. that drink. And this would, also
2: costs $7.
0: This also costs $7. But since this was the only thing they had, I felt like an adult.
2: Yes. And also, I personally don't want a coffee to be sweet. I love sugar. Oh. I love a sweet thing. But I don't like, unless it's like coffee ice cream. That's, that's fine. But if I'm trying to drink coffee, I don't want any sweetener. Interesting. Yeah. I don't want
0: sweetener in like a hot coffee. Like if someone says, yeah. here's your coffee. Yeah. But if it's the afternoon mm. and I'm looking for a wake up from a nap, I'll do something like a cold brew with a maple and a something else. Yeah. That's, that's what I'll do.
2: I don't think it's wrong. I just want my sweet drink next to my yeah. not sweet coffee drink that's what this is that's what this is we've we've cracked the code ladies cracked and gentlemen the
0: code. oh wait can I tell you about the blueberry lady
2: oh gosh yes I okay new vegan food review Chandler blueberries
0: <laughs> I won't tell you where they're from but I will tell you I'm just gonna I'm just gonna review somebody's energy I'm standing in line for blueberries the best blueberries in the biz says Morgan and Don and Don yeah there's I've been instructed to get a kind of blueberry called the Chandler There's two sets of elderly women in front of me. One is like Susie Orman age. One is a little older. The Susie Orman lady and her friend, they're bugging the lady not on purpose. They're trying to help her get such... like, I'll do that for you. And then one of them goes over to the side because she's having some problems making a flat. And her friend says, I think she knows how to handle blueberries. And the lady goes, I don't know if she does. And the lady snaps back. Oh, I don't? Do I? (laughs) Real punchy. (laughs) And then they go. I'm like, maybe they just bugged her. I don't know how long they were there. Older lady gets hers, she's brought her own cartons she's such a devotee she said thank you so much you bring so much to our lives with these berries they're really a blessing and she's like yeah well that's what i do or what is that what she said yeah that something that was like so just the lady's like god bless you for these blueberries yeah. She's like yeah i don't know that's just what i do that's fucking life deal with it yeah and she was like i wish oregon would come to the berry farm instead of me having to come here and that was how she responded to some elderly woman being like god bless these blueberries so then it was my turn and i notoriously have there's kind of like a bitch radar that goes up between me and other kind of that kind of person and we usually go head to head but i'll always try to i'll probably try to bottom out to them because i want to appease them and make them like me and yeah feel like i got to pet the bad dog and um i did it yes. i did it i don't yes. know what i did but she had just put out like a bunch of blueberries and i said can i have two chandlers and she was like if we have them i don't know if that's all i was like okay yeah there's more than two here so I'll just take these two, and somehow somehow we started talking about doodads and what's sits, and that really melted her heart. And by the time I left, she complimented my weird outfit. Love your smock look you've got going on. Anyway, that's it. So the lady, the blueberry lady, so punchy. Yes. For a food that's not that acidic. Yeah. I will say,
2: I don't know... I usually come to the market very early, mm. like right when it opens, and she's very nice. So I think it really builds as the day go on. Days go on. No, I can't talk. As the day, day goes, on. goes on, yes. And that's how I am at work. I start out ready to please, <laughs> and by the end, I'm like, you can all go
0: to hell. <laughs> it, I feel like this woman is me in a different customer service job moment. Yeah, like when I worked at the Albino Coffee House. Yeah, and some lady came in and was like, someone's wearing her Krabby pants today. And I was like, I'm going to jump over this counter and kill you. You threw scalding coffee yeah. in her <laughs> face scalded- and you
2: were absolutely justified oh, in doing nice. so.
0: I threw the carafe at her. I undid the carafe by pushing the button and yes. I threw the whole carafe at
2: yes. her. We're um, making a really long food review that's now just gone into conversation.
3: <laughs> Is this recording? Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> There's Morgan doing some, uh, what's it called when you do that? SMR? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's sound art. Doing some sound art. All right, over and out.
3: So I sit here sipping my coffee. I had to confess to Nicole this morning that when Nicole and Don and I and Ponyo, producer Ponyo, and my mom were at the farmer's market, Don and I were in line at the most delicious blueberry stand. And so you know, you're waiting in line and the blueberry lady is scooping out two blueberries at a time to anyone to taste. So it's taking a very, very long time, but they're so good that it's worth it. And so then the people in front of me are getting their two scooped blueberries from each to sample. And then Nicole walks up from a distance and Dawn yells, Nicole, she runs over there to say hello. And then the blueberry lady to the customers in front of me says, oh, great. A crazy person because that's cool in Portland. And I wanted my blueberries so bad that I didn't say anything. And I got my blueberries and she scooped them out. It was really slow and she was crabby. And, um, but then I took them and ate them with glee. And so then I shared them with Nicole and everyone. And they're so delicious that Nicole had to go get in line. And I was like, oh God. And I was like, Dawn, the blueberry lady just totally shit-talked Nicole. And I told her what she had said. She was like, what are we?" so Nicole gets her blueberries. My mom's screaming, get the Chandlers, get the Chandlers. They're the good ones. So Nicole gets her berries and somehow, like through the magic, George's magic, befriends this woman who had just literally shit-talked her right there about two seconds before um, and you know what? The Blue are still good. I probably would go back and get them again. I think, I mean, it's, it's not the first time and it likely won't be the last time, but Nicole doesn't even live in Portland full time, you know, but she's representing. Job well done, Nicole. Way to win over the blueberry lady. <laughs> I hath forgot to set the scene for you. There's hustle, there's bustle, you know, there's like a lot of like, uh, you know, cute dogs showing off their fluffy tails. We got some cherries, some peaches, you know, babies doing cute stuff or whatever it is that they do. And then um up cruises Nicole and she's wearing this lime green hat that's like you know three feet across and it's like a lime green kind of sun hat shaped thing with lime green fringe all over the edge so it creates like a little um you know privacy drape um some giant sunglasses this kind of massive tent of a dress that looks like maybe a deflated balloon but bigger it's bright blue there's you know dancing tigers on it. The tigers are wearing boots. It comes, you know, from top of shoulder down to wrist for modesty and then like to the knee. But like, you know, when you get a beach ball and then you're like, well, I guess I got to put it away for the summer. That's roughly the shape of the dress. And then scroll down to ankles where the socks begin. There's a black and white grid, like almost like graph paper, Um, ankle sock paired with just, you know, your everyday running shoe, and then under one arm she's clutching producer Panyo, who's uh, beautifully adorned per usual with, you know, her um, leash and harness and, you know, only one eye, and she's just cute as hell. So up cruises Nicole and in dives the blueberry lady.
0: Today's episode is brought to you by Katie B., Kim Nishimoto, Jenna Luna, Kale McHurst Comics and Illustration, Shoshana Ruth Vector, and Joey Sallaway. If you would like to support Sagittarian Matters, in particular, producer Chris Sutton, please send $5, $5 million, that's your business, via PayPal to hornetleg at gmail.com. Or, this just in, he's got a Venmo. Hell Books. That's H-E, double hockey sticks, books, on Venmo. Thank you for your support, and we look forward to saying your name on the podcast.
1: Ponyo looks forward to it, too.
0: Don't be scared. That's just Panyo's speaking voice. Kaya Wilson, Bargain Market. <laughs> uh, what did you get today, Kaya? I got some Beyond Meat jerky to try. This is an unsolicited vegan food review. They did not Indeed. ask us to do this. No. Oh, gosh, no. Uh-uh. Beyond Meat did not give this to you for free. What's no. the price point? Don't remember. Okay. This Beyond Meat jerky, plant-based, slow-roasted, and kettle-cooked. I thought the kettle really came into play in the, in the 90s. I
1: would like to see the, I the kettle want to See behind the scenes. I want to see if it's really... Is it a kettle? What kind of kettle?
0: Is there like someone like, I think about like a witch's cauldron Look, and somebody going, ah, 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 salt and pepper chips. Me too. A
1: big <laughs> ass cauldron. But how is that different than a normal potato chip? How, I don't know. I don't know how anybody ever cooks these. I figure they're on one of those little dry, in those dry rack things and they're just like being dehydrated.
0: You don't think there's like a factory full of kettles? Go beyond snacking with beyond jerky, trademark. Our tender cuts are marinated, slow roasted, and kettle cooked for a full-flavored, delicious bite. Made with 100% plant-based protein, without GMOs, soy, or glutton. You can eat more of what you love with no compromises. With 10 grams of protein per serving, it's the perfect snack to keep you going. Okay, let's do it. Oh, sorry. Slightly smoky, slightly sweet, and tender
1: cuts with hints of onion and garlic. There you go.
3: This, uh,
1: the smell, reminds me and Ponyo both of pepperoni. Oh. Uh huh yeah okay I'm going in
0: yeah it's a it's a deep dog treat smell
1: mm-hmm. yeah it smells like classic also my memory of classic jerky real, real smoky I've
0: never eaten real jerky in my whole life whoa never we weren't that kind of family cool we were A mural. this is kind of um in between Stonewall's jerky and primal strips
1: wow I don't I haven't eaten those in so long Sorry about the sound. It sounds like I'm eating a slug. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a uh, it's a little tougher than a primal strip,
0: but it has the initial mouthfeel, and then it ends with that bounce back kind of tough Stonewall jerky. All
1: right, that's right. Stonewall. I do really like Stonewall. This oh, I is um it. sweeter than I expected. Mm-hmm. This is just the what original or what do they call it? Regular old flavor. Original. Mm-hmm. Oh. I wish I had an original flavor myself. But I don't, something about the sugar I don't like. Mmm, really? Mm Mm-hmm. It's brown sugar. Really? Huh.
0: The first ingredient after water is mung bean protein. I know what I want.
1: Salt. I want more salt.
0: This is the only time in my life I've seen someone grab a salt shaker and take it to a bag of jerky. Well, Welcome to life. (laughs) Yep. Kaya just puts a Maldon salt in her mouth. Just straight in the mouth. And
1: now she's taking a bite mm-hmm. of the jerky. I'm going to put a little more in. She's taking like salt flakes and throwing them directly in her mouth. That's the easiest way to do it. it can't It won't adhere to the jerky. Mm-hmm. That makes it a little better. I see. Mm-hmm.
0: I think this is fine. There's a weird aftertaste. Mm-hmm. Um, it is smoky and sweet. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in the fact that it's made of mung bean.
1: Yeah, that's cool.
0: Yeah, and uh, it has a gross aftertaste, but I would still eat the whole bag if I was on a trip. Because I miss
1: Stonewall Jerky. Isn't it still in existence? No, I think it's gluten. Oh. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, hey. It's gluten, All right. gluten, gluten-free option. That's my mom. That, that comes from. Wilson. That comes from Kaya's mom. Yeah. What can you tell her? Well, one time, mom got some cinnamon rolls, offered them to me, said, "Well, they're not gluten-free," but she didn't mean it as a joke. I mean, she didn't mean it as a pun. No. Yeah. She just didn't understand that it was gluten. Yeah. All right. Anyway.
0: Well, I give these a thumbs up. What about you? Oh yeah, I'll eat them again. What price point would you would you max this out
1: at? I mean it's a pretty it's a fair size bag. I think five bucks. Oh really? I think six? six six. or seven. Okay six five ninety nine. Six forty nine. All right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's how much I would do. After opening refrigerate. Oh whoa. And consume within three days. Okay, through hikers. Do not eat packet.
1: What? Don't eat the actual outside packaging? Pack it enclosed to keep product fresh. Do not eat packet. Shit, I can't eat the silica? <laughs> not anymore. God damn it. I've been eating
0: it. Okay, so if you bring this on the Pacific Crest Trail.
1: Yeah.
0: Where we just picked up a hitchhiker.
1: Yeah.
0: You gotta eat it all right away.
1: Yeah. I mean, what is it gonna really do though?
0: There's three servings per container, I'd
1: take
0: which is each serving is a half cup.
1: If you're a thru-hiker, you eat that bag in, like, five minutes, and you need another bag five minutes later. Yeah. Burning so many cows. Yeah.
0: Burning
2: so many cows. Yeah. Thanks, Kaya. Yeah, thank you. Hello, listeners. Here I am with another unsolicited vegan food review. Now, this item, which is called Hope and Sesame, organic sesame milk, um, I bought, because it was severely marked down at the grocery store, it was half off, so I paid $2.49 for it. Now, this uh, is a milk substitute made mostly with a uh, sesame protein concentrate and pre-pea protein, and then it just has, like, you know, stuff like sesame oil, sunflower lecithin, gel and gum, that's in a bunch of stuff that's vegan uh some, sunflower oil. I don't know, just uh, organic natural flavor as well as natural flavor. Both. Um and now we're going to try it. I got the unsweetened original, but they did also have a like vanilla one and a chocolate one, and I bet chocolate would have been really good. Um as like a treat. But let's try it. Oh. Ugh. Mm. No, it's not good. It's both ooh. No, is it rotten? This expiration date is bad. It's real bad. Um, it, yeah. Ew. It expired a while back. It doesn't smell bad, but it tasted really bitter. And, uh, mmm. And also, like, uh, um, chalky this is a bad food don't eat it whatever you're doing at the store thinking about alt milks this isn't the one please don't do it um i'm gonna cleanse my palate by eating a padron pepper which as far as i'm concerned is the most delicious food on the earth also also vegan it's just a pepper with salt so eat a padron pepper. Don't ever fucking go near hope and sesame organic sesame milk. All right. This is Don Riddle for unsolicited vegan food reviews signing off.
3: Okay. Tonight we are dining on not burgers, which you may remember from not milk Torrance. This burger is made from water, pea protein, coconut oil, sunflower
4: oil, natural flavors, bamboo fiber, <gasps> uh, <laughs> some other things, dried yeast, Rice protein, cocoa powder. What? Alkali psyllium husk. Ooh. Potato fiber. Red beet juice. Chia protein concentrate. So it has a really interesting uh combination of ingredients. I'm two bites in and I must say that it's rivaling the Beyond burger for me.
3: We've both agreed it's like Beyond. Without the upsetting aftertaste. That chemical
4: aftertaste ruins a Beyond Burger for me.
3: It's like guaranteed heartburn. So it's like, also maybe these are the thickest burgers I've ever seen in the vegan department at the store. Um, The cooking time was four to five minutes after a hot sear on either side. Delightful. Gonna dig in and then follow up. We're indoors. Burgers have been consumed. They were a hit.
4: I I give this burger 4.5 to 5 stars out of 5.
3: Whoa, sliding scale. No one turned away for a lack of stars. That is a high rating. It was totally delicious. Nothing weird. Really filling. Both of us were stuffed. Some hot cooking tips. I suggest defrosting prior
4: to cooking. Um, If I could do one thing over, it would be that. They were delicious, but just the tiniest bit mushy in the middle. And I think that could have been remedied by a defrost.
3: All right, you heard it here first, defrost. Nicole, you're going to be excited because these burgers are fiber-filled. They have like 20... 1% one percent of your recommended daily fiber. How many grams that is? I couldn't tell you, but I just remember the number twenty-one percent.
4: No prunes today, people.
3: No prunes today. Well, Nicole, every day is a prune day for you. Um, yeah, so far so good. These are rapidly taking over my top spot in Burgerland. I mean, only to be outdone by the um, Sun
4: Burger in Fair Oaks, California.
3: Yeah, like the Sun flower drive-in burger drive-in burger and that is heavily dressed with sprouts not to brag but we did sprout our own burgers i mean as in put sprouts on our own burgers that i grew the sprouts that's all i have to say on this matter
4: would buy again absolutely delicious
3: 4.5 to 5 stars
4: out of five stars Pair um, this was some vejo bears and you have yourself a fun night
3: <laughs> <laughs> also looked at their website they only at current time have three products well, not milk, which has several varieties, which we all love the cabbagey forward flavor of. The burger and not mayo. That's it. Short and sweet. Alright, you guys. Uh not burgers. They're where it's at. Hello listeners. Hello, Nicole.
2: This is Don Riddle from Unsolicited Food Reviews with the shocking news that Nicole has solicited a food review. A first for me. But also, I really want to tell you about another food that I had. So I'm going to start with that one, the unsolicited one, just to keep with the theme of uh, my role. So I cat sat for Morgan, friend of the Show Morgan, this last weekend, just for one night. And I got really excited because I was like, Morgan has different foods than I have, and I'm going to eat them while I'm here. And What I ended up eating for dinner out of, uh, hot temperature feeling, not wanting to cook and laziness was a tofurkey sandwich, which is something that I certainly have not eaten in 15 to 18 years. Uh, and it was, it was better than I thought. The sandwich featured the tofurkey, like deli slices that have pepper in them and mustard, and one vegan cheese slice from a brand I can't remember, and uh, sauerkraut and arugula. No, Morgan hates mayonnaise, whether it's vegan or not, and so there was no mayonnaise, and I felt that was a detriment to the sandwich. It mostly just tasted like mustard and sauerkraut, but I like both of those tastes with all my being, so I give it a five stars out of five. Okay, the solicited food review is that I, I've been experimenting with making ready-to-eat ice cream in my Vitamix blender. If you have a super powerful blender, you can kind of make a, like, in-the-moment ice cream out of it, uh, or frozen yogurt. And I decided I wanted to make Specifically this ice cream that would wow Nicole. And apparently it did because she asked for the food review. So this is a tahini prune cauliflower ice cream, which sounds like a nightmare, but it was good. Um, you What you do is you take oat milk that you made from scratch or that you bought and you put it into the ice cube tray and you freeze it. And then you add the ice cubes and tahini and frozen bananas and frozen prunes and some salt and some cinnamon and some frozen like frozen vegetable cauliflower and a splash of maple syrup and some coconut milk from the can. And it all makes sense to you. And then you have to blend it with the little like plunger thing. Like you're just smashing it, smashing it, smashing it because it's it's not a smoothie, it's a it's very frozen chunky. And then you're done. And it has like a soft serve consistency. Um, albeit a little not quite as smooth. And then I had also made some uh, vegan caramel ca- caramel caramel sauce from the cookbook called First Mess, where you just take a coconut milk can and you put it on the stove and heat it for a while, long time, and maple syrup in it. And then you simmer it and it thickens. Then you add some lemon juice and some salt And so I had a ice cream pile that was that and uh, some raspberries and some sesame seeds. And it was truly pleasant. And I really hope in the future to actually get an ice cream machine because I think I could do good things with an ice cream machine. So that's my summer goal. And I wish ice cream upon you all. Thank you and good night.
1: Kai Wilson, what are you eating? I'm about to eat sweet nothings. What is that? This is a it's a smoothie. It's a it's like a smoothie it's an all day snack, smoothie frozen situation with cacao, bananas, cashews, chia, flax, and dates. This was purchased because we thought it was a cute little ice cream. Yeah, it's a little plant based frozen spoonable smoothie. But then we saw the word
0: smoothie and mm-hmm. then the the, the word before. all day snack. Yeah. And now we're trying it. It's like the size of a yogurt cup. It comes with its own little tiny paddle for you to eat. Mm-hmm. Imagine yourself at your office, yeah, your temp job. Oh yeah, go into the staff freezer on your break.
1: Three point five ounces. Think you could take this on the airplane?
0: Oh, wonderful. Okay, Uh so let's
1: give it a try and talk about what it tastes like. All right, go in there.
0: Okay, it's brown. (laughs) Had to say it. It's yeah, good cow. Mm hmm. Okay, what are you tasting? It's not creamy per se. But if I made this at home, if I was like, I'm making my own ice cream, I would be like, this is ice cream. Yeah, yeah. It has the feeling of when you put bananas in the food processor
1: for so long, then you're like, it's ice cream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh got a little grit. Yeah. Like real cacao going in. Uh, well, cashew maybe too.
0: The sweetness is, it's that, you know, like bananas sometimes
1: offer a tangy sweetness. You know what? This, it does taste like, like a smoothie from Sip oh it's like it's got a good it's got a good taste profile actually it's like nice and balanced not too sweet
0: if it had any actual protein in it there's two grams of protein then i could really see mm. the reason for wanting a plant-based mm-hmm. frozen smoothie uh-huh. but as it is i see you're right not, if given not the choice it.
1: would you buy this again i mean if i was feeling real hippie yeah yeah, <laughs> I'd have to be feeling pretty happy though.
0: If I wanted just a bite of ice cream and I wanted to do it without having a bunch of sugar sugar. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's good. Sure.
0: So I'm going to give it uh, a sideways thumbs up.
1: I have a feeling we're going to be like running a marathon tomorrow. This is, feels like it's good, solid energy food, too. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm.
0: But don't, don't worry about the protein. All right. Kaya, thank you.